Welcome to the Dare to Move podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Wood, and I'm not your life coach, just a girl who never gives up. Happy Sunday, you guys. I am so excited to be back here on my own, able to just talk to you guys, drop a little motivation into your life, and hopefully inspire you to really dare to move this week, for lack of a better word. So today, before we get started, I have a quick little housekeeping note, which is actually about Crossroads of Fitness. So you guys may or may not know that my colleague for a co-coach at Crossroads of Fitness, Lauren Palm, is pregnant and she is having a baby at the end of May and she will still be coaching, which is amazing. But she will only be able to handle so much. And as you guys know, with my portfolio lifestyle, I can only handle so much. So we are actually enrolling all summer people, you know, for June, July, and August, all 12-week programs. And then we're going to kind of cap it if we get the number that we want in May. So if you have any interest in fat loss for the summer, you want some, you want to, I mean, the biggest thing about working with us during the summer that we've found over the years is accountability. So if you are super social, you tend to kind of, I hate this term, but fall off the bandwagon during the summer. Let us know. We can help. We email with our clients daily. We're on the phone with our clients once a week. We are giving you learning sheets so you learn something about fat loss and nutrition each week of the program. And truly, it's about learning moderation without really using that word because it's kind of a hard word to comprehend sometimes, right? If moderation was easy, we would all have six packs. So if you have any interest in Crossroads of Fitness, now is the time to start talking to us, thinking about enrolling, like now is the time because we will more than likely run out of spots. So you can DM me, you can email me. I have all the info in the show notes. So today, in the vein of Crossroads of Fitness and coaching and really, truly what I've spent the last five years of my life doing, I kind of want to just summarize the top 10 excuses I get from my clients. And I know that they don't mean it to be an excuse, but I would say half of what I do, sometimes it, it truly feels like half of what I do is just convince people that their excuses are not really excuses and they're just bargaining with themselves for no reason. And so, you know, you can truly be your own worst enemy. And you might be nodding your head right now like, yep, I am my worst enemy. I tell myself I'm not going to snack at night and then I do. Or I say I'm going to do that morning workout class and then I don't. So, you know, at this point, five years in, I know my avatar. It's women after baby or right before their wedding in their late 20s, early 30s, It's men in their late 30s, mostly in their 40s, and some in their 50s. And it's people who are pretty active. So I would say 75% of my clients have no problem getting to the gym. Getting to the gym is not their issue. So if you are listening right now and you're like, yeah, I work out regularly, but I don't have the six-pack that I want, you are my avatar. I mean, I have worked with people as young as 16 and as old as 65, But I will say most of my clients are, you know, 26 to 54. So that being said, we're going to go through the 10 excuses I very commonly get because chances are probably one of them relates to you and then kind of how I talk them through that excuse and why it doesn't make sense. And along the way today, you're going to get a lot of, I think, helpful tips, life hacks, and nutrition tips for you to take with you. So without further ado, let's get started. Tip number one. 
or (laughs) excuse number one, and I'm going to turn it into why you should dare to move instead. So number one, people blame their kids. If you don't have kids, you can listen to this anyway because you could interchange kids with coworkers, boss, friends, neighbors, family, whatever. People will say, well, my kids are going to be at home and they're sleeping or they might want something, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, if you are married, you can always leave your kids with your significant other or your spouse. If you're in a relationship, you can leave your kids with them and you can get up early. Oh, I'm so tired. Well, would you rather sleep in one extra hour and still be tired or get up earlier, be tired, but be happy with the fact that you are doing something about your current reality? So here's the thing. A lot of people will just do this whole cognitive dissonance lifestyle where they say they want a six pack. They say that, or they say they want to feel better in their clothes, or they say they want to have more energy. They say they want to be stronger and they literally do everything not to achieve that. So do not blame your kids. Also, there are so many gyms out there that have childcare. I have had five clients in the last year tell me they feel too guilty to leave their kids in gym childcare. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I am a product of a kid who went to the gym childcare. I w- that was my life. I went to the Lifetime Fitness Gym when I was little. I went to a really tiny hole-in-the-wall gym babysitter, and I'm, I turned out just fine. And you know what? I remember my mom saying, this is what mommy does to be healthy. So it really left a good impression on me. So do not blame your kids or your family. At the end of the day, for you to be the best you, your family will understand and you will absolutely be in a better mood after that workout. So do not blame your kids. Number two, travel. This is the first thing that people tell me when they're considering dare to eat. Well, Garrett, you know, if your program's 12 weeks, by about week five, I have to travel here and then You know, in another month, I'll be traveling here and really like to travel on the weekends. Not nowhere far, but I definitely travel. Okay, well, I always say, well, number one, you're a human, right? We're all human beings. We're talking to each other. Humans have to eat every single day, right? To live. I mean, you could make it a day without food, but you're not going to do that. So you have the choice of what goes into your mouth while you travel, right? (laughs) Right. So moving on. You can travel and stay on track. You could literally eat donuts, pizza, and a really big breaded sandwich and still hit your calorie goal so long as you eat very, very small portions if that's all the food you have access to. And then my other kind of rebuttal for people who say they're traveling, therefore they cannot. I've worked with so many consultants. I used to work with a lot of Chicago to LA traveling consultants or Chicago to New York consultants and they're living in airports and they're making it work. And, you know, I I am totally on team enjoy your vacation. And if you are going on a vacation and you don't want to be dieting during the vacation, that is okay. And and that might be a reason not to want to be on the program. But most people who really do want to make a change in their life, they come to me at a time when it's either before their vacation or they want to 
not go off the rails on vacation and traveling is totally doable. I also have several articles. I put them in the show notes so you can read about my best travel tips for staying on track with your nutrition. Number three, social gatherings. So let's talk about some of like the most beautiful fit people that we see, right? They have teams of people, celebrities. Celebrities are at social gatherings all the freaking time. It's their job to be social and to be in the public eye. And you know, I don't know about you guys, but I'm social. I try to be social and maybe once a week, twice a week at best. And unless you are more of a celebrity and you're social seven times a week, or that's something you have to do for your job, like two times a week is very doable. And it really helps support the 80-20 rule where 80% of the time your diet is on point, then 20% of the time there's some wine or there's a cookie or, you know, there's something in there that's maybe not, you know, the the healthiest of things, but it's not going to make you gain fat overnight. So with social gatherings, I also have an article on this. I'm going to put it in the show notes. It is about how to be social and still stay on track. So I recommend number one, drinking lots of water at a party. Number two, if there is a buffet, reaching for protein first. Number three, talking with your hands. So if your hands are full of food and or if you're eating, you're not going to talk. So converse with people, connect with people, talk it out, talk with your hands and your hands aren't going to be full of food. And if you are hungry, make a plate, make a plate, put three or four shrimp on it, put some low calorie things, and then choose one thing to indulge in. So if it's going to be wine or a cocktail, then have that and veggies and protein that's at the buffet. If you're not going to have alcohol, maybe you have a small cookie or some chips or crackers. All right, moving on. Number four, people will say that they do not want to move or work out because they're worried about some injury that they used to have. Now, this is not really, I don't know. I think that if you're in physical pain, you could see a specialist. And if you are injured in some way, then you know what? That is really frustrating. But guess what? Nutrition is the most important. So I always tell my clients, if you broke your ankle tomorrow, you couldn't do your runs every week. What we're trying to do is we're trying to help you find what calories to eat to maintain your weight and or help you lose a little bit of weight over time so that if you couldn't go to the gym for the next 12 weeks or you could move very you know, limitedly, that you would still be on track to lose fat. And you know what's really awesome about this is let's say you want to take a trip to Paris. I cannot tell you how many people come to me. They're like, I'm going to Europe and I don't know what to do. I don't really think they have a ton of gyms there and I'm not going to have time to go to the gym. I'm traveling. I'm, I want to have fun. Okay, great. Well, what comes first is your nutrition. So we're trying to really understand what quantity you can eat to not only maintain your weight, but potentially lose weight over time. So movement is important, you guys. It's great for endorphins, positive mental space, but it's not the end-all be-all for losing fat. You can lose fat with a limited movement. Moving on, number six, people will say that I don't really like veggies. It's just not, it's not important to me. And I will say that, you know, you can, again, you can lose fat eating Twinkies. Like imagine you were kept prisoner and they gave you 500 calories of bread a day. Oh, you better believe you're going to lose fat. You're going to be malnourished, but you will lose fat because you're in an energy or a calorie 
deficit. But you really have no excuse not to try to nourish your body because everything from you know all the cells in your body down to the mitochondria in each cell, they need nutrients. And vegetables and fruits are going to give you, and good fats are all going to support your body at each unique cellular level. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt. If you didn't know, I am the CEO, founder, and head coach at Crossroads of Fitness, and our claim to fame is the Dare to Eat Fat Loss Program. I wanted to let you know that we are actively taking on new clients. I have two other lead coaches right now. And if you are interested in losing six to 12 pounds in 12 weeks, we want to work with you. We teach what is scientifically proven to be the sustainable rate of fat loss. And you can check out the links in the show notes that will take you to our program offerings on our website. You can always email me or DM me on Instagram. I am happy to enroll you as a new client. I would love to work with you. If you have any questions, let me know and dare to eat. So definitely try your best to incorporate veggies and fruits. You know, I will always say to people, this program is not about having the perfect meal plan and having to eat a million prepped things every day. You can absolutely follow this program as a consultant and traveling and going out and all these great fun things that are a huge part of life. But it is very important to consider your nourishment and what nutrients you're giving yourself to fuel yourself for life. So that is not an excuse that you don't have access to veggies because you really can find them, especially if you are going to restaurants. So I used to say, well, hydration's good, but I'm just really not going to drink water today because I don't want to have to pee. So in real estate, I'm often the only female in the car that I'm in or whatever I'm doing because it's a very male-dominated industry. And when we're on the road looking at a bunch of real estate sites, I never want to be the one that says, oh, can we pull over and I have to use a restroom. (laughs) But here's the thing. I'm an athlete. I'm working out in the morning. I'm teaching classes. I'm on my feet. And when I drink a ton of coffee and don't hydrate during the day, I feel ill the next day. My recovery is impeded. So don't use work. Let me be the example. Don't use work to not stay hydrated. I am, you know, I will literally, it is uh, Wednesday as I'm recording this and I'm going to motivate myself to take my own advice and drink tons of water today, even if that means I'm going to have to ask the car to pull over so I can use the restroom. (laughs) So another person will say, well, Here's the thing. My friends always, it's my friend's fault. They are food pushers. So excuse number eight, do not let your friends get in the way or your family. You control your own destiny. I cannot tell you how much this comes up with my clients, their husband, their wife, their kids, their parents, they're the bad influence. Well, I can 100% uh, attest to my fiance being a positive influence. If you guys have listened to episode eight or episode, I think it was 33 or most recently something like episode 36, Jeff and I always joke about his six pack lifestyle because it's true. He's so keen on what vegetables he's eating, getting his probiotics, having tons of protein, all this stuff. And it really has rubbed off on me in the sense that I, we eat very similarly. I mean, obviously I've always been good about getting nourishment, but He definitely pushes me in times when I want to be lazy. Now, at the same time, he also has a sweet tooth. 
That doesn't mean that every time he eats a cookie, I have to eat a cookie. So I think it's really important to remember your goals and the fact that no matter what other people are doing, if they're having that third cocktail or that second cocktail or even the first cocktail, that if you want to get a soda water, that is just fine. Don't let your friends be your excuse because you have to live in your body. You have to be the one that enjoys being there and enjoys seeing pictures of yourself and wanting to celebrate your body. So don't let other people influence your decisions. Number nine, it's okay to skip alcohol. It's okay to skip dessert. I am proof that you can get on a bodybuilding stage and drink alcohol throughout the process. I had alcohol throughout every bodybuilding competition I did. I did three of them. I had alcohol when I was powerlifting. You don't have to cut anything out cold turkey, and I really don't believe in that. I've never told a client they have to cut sugar or cut anything like that, but there is such a thing as, you know, taking a weekend off, taking a night off, you know, and I thought it would be awkward maybe the first time I went out with friends and I was like, sorry guys, I'm not drinking, but it's really not because it mattered so much to me to perform well at my bodybuilding competition. So I almost challenge you guys, maybe it's this weekend or maybe it's this week, or maybe you're going out for cocktails with your coworkers this week. Challenge yourself to say no or say no to the dessert, not because you need to restrict, but because it's very, and it's a very empowering experience to be in control of your destiny. If you know you want to do that 6 a.m. workout tomorrow and a cocktail is not going to make you feel good in the morning, don't drink it. Number 10, (sighs) don't cheat yourself of going the extra mile. I was actually listening to Jenna Kutcher's podcast yesterday with Tony Robbins, and he talked about how every morning he jumps in a cold pool of water. And he said, I literally never want to do it. And you guys, when I get up at 3.30 in the morning like I did today and like I did yesterday and like I will do tomorrow, I never want to get up. It's very rare that I'm, I mean, I, I love the morning time in general as far as my own private time, but when that alarm first goes off, I don't love it. And you know what? Right now, it's that painstakingly early because I work at 5 a.m., but a lot of good things come from me getting up at 3.30 so I have that hour to myself. And on days that I'm not teaching, I'm still up at right before 5 a.m. so that I not only have time for myself to journal and do my morning routine, but that so I can get to the gym before 6 a.m. and spend that time on myself. And you know, once you're up, you're up. And for me, that's what going the extra mile means. It means getting up early and spending that time on myself, making sure I get that workout in. Because if you don't, you might not get that workout in. You might not do that thing for yourself. And I can't tell you how many people come to me and they literally take me through their day and there's literally no time for themselves booked in. So I can promise you no one needs you at 5 a.m. in the morning except for yourself. So try to get to bed early, get up early, and that could be how you go the extra mile. Or hell, literally run that extra mile in your run today. You will not regret going the extra mile. So when people tell me they can't, they can't, they can't, I challenge them, yes, you can, and then some. So guys, I know these excuses are all kind of random and and some of them might be hitting the nail on the head for you. So to phrase it a little bit differently before I leave you today on this Sunday, I'm going to give you five things now that I stopped worrying about when it came to nutrition. Because if, if you can just stop worrying about these things with nutrition, you won't even have to make excuses anymore. So I'm going to zip through them because I don't want to monopolize your day or your time. But here's the first one, salt. 
So many people will say, oh, that has so much sodium in it. I can't have it. And please, please, please hear me out. If you have a medical condition where you need to watch your sodium, please tune me out right now. There is such a thing as, as having you know too much sodium and needing to watch that. But if you have no medical condition and you are just fearful of sodium, try to not let that be something that is even taking up brain space in your head because yes, it will affect your body weight on the scale in the very short term, but it has no impact on your fat gain. What has impact on your fat gain is your calorie intake and the amount of food you're eating. So if you're going to spend bandwidth on anything, look at your calories first and then your protein. Number two, sugar. Now, this is to be taken with a grain of salt. In the very simplest form, sugar does not cause fat gain unless you're in a calorie surplus. So let's take a donut, for example. If I took you prisoner and I served you two donuts a day that totaled 700 calories, even if you only weighed 115 pounds, you would lose fat if we did that for about probably two weeks. But if we did that for a month, you would lose a significant amount of weight by only eating 700 calories a day. You would be malnourished. You would not have the nutrients you need, but you would still be alive most likely, and you would have less body fat. And here's the thing. Donuts have a ton of sugar, tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of sugar. So does sugar make you fat? Well, in excess of calories, it does. The reason that a lot of us try to stay away from sugar is that it's kind of empty calories. It's a lot of calories. And a lot of the things that have high sugar just have a lot of high, a lot of calories in general. So when we think of sweets, we think of brownies, cupcakes, donuts, cookies, all those things, candy, and they're high calorie and they're not giving us nutrition. They're not giving us protein. And so it's kind of like, well, it's not filling us up, but it's a high calorie. It's like a lot of calories for maybe something that's not that filling. So we start to worry, maybe we shouldn't include that, which is why they get a bad rap, which we should not include a ton of sweets, but it doesn't mean that sugar on its own is bad for you. Now, here's where the little disclaimer comes in. If you're like me and you have bad gut health, you have maybe a bacterial overgrowth, or you have a high you know, amount of yeast. And again, you can find all of this out by gut health tests. So you can do these with my friend Kristen. You can do these with my friend Bridget. You can do these with former guest Fearless Fig, Sarah Greenfield out in LA. You can do these tests to figure out kind of the lay of the land within your gut so you can see what microbes are actually in there, how many, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, if you have any condition that show or any issues with bloating and things like that, then yes, reducing your sugar could be helpful. But for fat loss specifically, don't sweat sugar. Worry about your calories first, your total amount of calories, and your protein within those calories. You want 30% daily. All right, the third thing. Don't worry about missing a workout. I know I just told you no excuses, like get to the gym, don't let your kids be your excuse, get up early, work out. Because yes, you will feel better. But if you work out seven out of seven days a week and you miss one, don't stress it. You are not gonna gain weight because you missed a workout. I kid you not, guys. I used to have the worst anxiety when I would not be able to work out. And obviously we know that exercise relieves some anxiety for people. So it's a very positive thing. But if you can't work out, just know that so long as your nutrition is in check, you're not going to gain weight. And in fact, a lot of my clients' secret weapon is that on a rest day, 
your cortisol isn't spiked by intense exercise, your hunger is decreased. You can actually eat less, nail a low calorie day, and be on on a great trajectory for fat loss. All right, number four, don't worry about what you wear to the gym. I have so many people tell me, oh, well, I don't, I'm too embarrassed to wear this, or I'm too embarrassed to go to the gym because I don't have good workout clothes or whatever, or I'm too embarrassed to take my shirt off at the gym. I can't tell you how liberating it's been. Um, Even when I was like, had a six pack because of bodybuilding, I was self-conscious. I didn't want anyone to see my body. I wanted to like wear tank tops at the gym. Now, when I'm probably at one of my higher body weights in my life, I'll go shirtless all the time because I'm proud of myself for showing up. I'm proud of what my body is capable of. And that's what makes me feel confident. So stop worrying what other people think at the gym. That's a big thing I stopped worrying about because what matters is how I feel in my own body there. And you know what should cause me concern? If I don't feel good, if something hurts, if something aches, if I'm injured, that should cause me concern, not what I look like. So those are four things. The fifth thing I will tell you I stopped worrying about is what other people think about my food choices. I got all the comments in the book when it came to what I ate for bodybuilding. And you know what? I was saying, oh, well, that's just what I'm doing. That's what's helping me hit my calorie goals. That's what I'm looking forward to. Because here's the thing I tell all my nutrition clients. You will continue to get results and your diet will be lengthened. There will be longevity in your diet and your lifestyle if you enjoy it. So don't worry what other people think about your gross tuna at lunch or your hard-boiled eggs that smell funny or the fact that you want to go out of your way to some other fast casual because they have better veggies, a better veggie selection at lunch. Do you make sure you enjoy your food and stop worrying about all those things. Man, I hope this was helpful for you today. I just wanted to zip through some things that have been on my mind lately because I've had a really successful crew of clients. I have about hmm, five or six people in week 10 right now. So they're about to wrap up and I definitely have room going into May and then June, July, and August. But like I said in the beginning of this episode, I don't have a ton of room only because I only have so much time and Lauren will be a new mom before we know it. And she is very excited to be coaching almost full time, but she can only take on so many. So if you have any interest in our 12-week Dare to Eat program, we would love to work with you, connect with you. A consultation call is completely free. So Hit us up in the DMs, email us, whatever you want. We would love to connect with you. And I hope this was fun for you guys. I hope that you took something away from this. And stay tuned because this week, this Wednesday, we have an episode with John Ridgie. He is the executive producer of 30 Rock. He just helped direct the show Camping with Lena Dunham and Jennifer Garner on HBO. He is uh, just an incredible writer and really successful guy in Hollywood. So I'm excited for you guys to hear his story. He got his start in the Midwest like me. So anyway, I'm looking forward to it. Hope you guys are too. Thank you for all of the support. We genuinely appreciate it. And I will talk to you soon. As always, dare to move. If you guys are putting up your preach hands and nodding your head yes to things that are said either out of my mouth or out of my interviewees' mouths, and you so, so, so relate, we would absolutely love to see you post about 
our podcast in your Instagram stories. Please also comment on our Instagram Dare to Move podcast posts. If you do a post in your stories three times and you comment on one of our podcast posts and you give us a review on iTunes or whatever platform you are using, we will be rewarding one lucky person every month with a $100 gift card to Amazon. Your comments, your feedback, your critiques, and your reviews are so helpful to us. So thank you for those of you who have done them. And please, please, please help us out if you are enjoying our content. It helps us out when you share it with your community and when you tell iTunes that we're doing a great job. So please comment, please share on Instagram in your stories, please comment on our Dare to Move podcast post and we will enter your name into a drawing for a hundred bucks. Easy money, guys. Thanks again. Thank you guys so much for listening. These solo casts are my chance to connect with you, to act as your coach, your mentor, or give you insight on mindset tips that I've used in order to juggle many things at once. I would absolutely love to connect with you on Instagram at Garrett N. Wood is my handle. And I truly want this to be a podcast, Dare to Move Nation. And so if you are listening and you are feeling inspired, here's two things you can do today to feel like you're on it. You're on a mission. You're getting after it. Number one, wake up earlier, make a post about it, whether it's in your story or a post, like a real post, and hashtag Dare to Move. Also, try move with, get up, turn the app on, find a coach. You can work out with me. You can work out with any other coaches out there. Do a body weight workout, do an at-home workout, do a treadmill workout, move your body, change your life. And of course, tag me, tag the podcast at dare to move podcast. We want to see you moving. We want to see you making change. I have over 70 workouts you can do to my voice. So if my voice is not bothering you yet, go ahead and let me be your coach. Let me train you. Move with me and move your body to change your life. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, DM me on Instagram, comment, subscribe, rate us. We appreciate your help so much. And as always, dare to move. 